Welcome into Campo and Joe. We say, hey, we're talking playoffs and it's December. Playoffs? Playoffs. It's December. Welcome into Campo and Joe. Joe C. from XL Primetime, noon to three weekdays on the Superstation. And this man who knows what it's all about getting to the playoffs. Coach Dave Campo, our head coach. He was formerly the Dallas Cowboy head coach, and he coached right here in Jacksonville the last time they went on a, a, I'm going to call it a multiple-year playoff run, years 2005 and 2007. But welcome in, Coach, to a playoff feel week. The season finale against the Tennessee Titans is going to come Saturday night. What a great feeling for this city and for this uh, fan base, especially. And, of course, obviously the team. Mm -hmm. You know, the team is doing it. Uh, This is is a great weekend because, uh, you know, uh, I look at it like this fan base and all of us should be excited about this team, win or lose. Right. But it's a bonus, a big-time bonus with a win. And I I feel like that's going to happen. All right, good. Now, we're not going to talk about anything necessarily in a negative way because, you know, it is possible that they could lose to the Titans, but they just beat up on a Texans team that they had lost nine straight to. So we're going to go back there before we get into this game coming up. But we know you want to know about this one coming up because the last one was a 31-3 to beatdown. It was easier than maybe most people expected. In fact, Vegas had it as a four-point line coach going into that game. So let's just go back to that one. Some of the general thoughts that you had coming out of that game. Well, first of all, the the, the best thought I had out of all of it was mm-hmm. the fact that we could rest a few guys mm-hmm. at the end of the, the game. Not only rest, but keep from any freak injuries or whatever, you know, at the end of the end of the ball game. And especially a guy like Sheriff, mm-hmm. who you know, he's playing through injury. Yeah. I got to give he's the guy tough. a lot of credit. He's an old timer and, and uh, you know, he knows the importance of being on the field and uh, the best uh, ability is availability. Right. He understands that, but I'm glad they were able to do that. Yeah. Now, you know, the, the things that stand out to me in the ball game are the fact that I don't think we played our best football game. I think Trevor was a little juiced up mm-hmm. early in the game and, and sailed some balls. Uh, but, it it kind of pointed out to me that this team has, quote, arrived from the standpoint that they know the importance of being ready in every fi- single ball club, uh, ball game, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And uh, they showed up and they were supposed to win and they did win. And and that's what has separated this team now from where they were at the beginning of the year. You know, it, it really has turned on a dime in a lot of ways, particularly in the AFC South with the way... Injuries have just absolutely crippled the Tennessee Titans. They're on a seven-game losing streak. I pointed out to you earlier, this is something that we haven't been able to say in a long, long time. This team in Duval is undefeated in December. Okay, Normally, this team is a broken, defeated team by the time we get to December, and now you've got a team that is playing not flawless football, but they're playing winning football and Doug Peterson has put them in a position, Coach, where now they're believers in themselves. And you as a head coach, that 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 is huge. Absolutely. Uh, confidence, especially getting to the point, you know, obviously, Joe, I look at this game this weekend as a 
when you're talking all these games that we've won, we've had to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we probably could have lost one if certain things happened and we might still have a chance to get in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. This is win or go home. Yeah. So for me, this is a playoff game. Yeah, it is. And they remember uh, what you do in, in December. And and that's where that's an old saying, that, right? That absolutely. You, that that those games right there gave you an opportunity to do what this game means, and mm -hmm. and to me that's a tremendous uh, plus for this team. And I also want to mention that we mentioned way back in the middle of the year when we were talking about injuries. I think a tremendous amount of uh, uh, plus should go to the training staff mm -hmm. here oh, because yeah. of. You know, we've been a pretty well team the mm -hmm. whole year. There have been very few injuries. We don't have, I think we've got six guys on injured reserve. Uh, you know, the, it's a credit to the, the, the weight staff and the, and the training staff of keeping these guys healthy yeah. going forward. I'll go back to Marcus Pollard in training camp. And he's a former Colt. He's with the Jags now. He's an accomplished player. And Marcus Pollard says, this team may not be as deep or talented at every position the way you would like. He said, but I'll guarantee you this. This will be a well-conditioned team that is ready to play into the fourth quarter of every ball game and what and ready to play all the way through this full season. That is important. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When you look through the season, that's exactly what's happened. I mean, mm -hmm. they've been down 17 points mm -hmm. twice yeah. and have come back. And they've been uh, in situations where they started slow, and yet uh, the third quarter mm -hmm. has been really big for us. Yeah. And so the third and fourth quarter is huge when you're in that situation. And I think our guys are really competitive in those situations. So he's right. All right, so before we get into the Titans, because there's a slew of injuries with them, but you mentioned the fact this team has stayed fairly healthy, and they were able to at least deal with a couple of key injuries this past week, and really the last couple of weeks with Walker Little in for Cam Robinson, and then losing Dewan Smoot to the Achilles rupture with the New York Jets game. They come back this week against the Houston Texans, and they at the very least take care of business. Now, that was not a good Houston Texans team. Let's point that out. But some pluses that came out of that game. Travis Etienne going for over 100 yards. And jump on that and the line play that you thought was also a positive. Yeah, I think the offensive line uh, has, has uh, done much better than we anticipated during the course of the year. They had the one, you know, slip up. They were actually uh, chipping. Mm-hmm on the play that Walker Little allowed the guy to spin underneath. Okay. So Walker's got to learn that when you've got a chipper who's, you know, the back is is beyond you, mm -hmm. you don't have to set as fast as deep. Okay. And he just overset. And so you. really two guys blocked nobody. Mm -hmm. And But overall, the key to the football game coming up is going to be, the you know, the the trenches. Mm -hmm. Can we win on both sides of the ball? But our offensive line has proven that they've kept uh, Trevor clean mm -hmm. for the most part this year, and they've schemed up runs pretty good to where they're blocking well on the run as well. So, you know, that's one thing that sticks out for sure that, that you know, this team is better there. Mm -hmm. uh, you never even hear Juwan Taylor's name mentioned, so, which is a real plus. And, that's true. And, you know, so uh, that's that's definitely been a, 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 an issue that, that helps. The other thing is, you know, the defense is turning the ball over. And to me, that comes from 
getting around the football. Mm -hmm. And some of that is conditioning. If you're in great shape and you can run to the football in the third and fourth quarters, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a tremendous plus for sure. They always say that defense is all about desire and effort and all that kind of stuff. But I also believe that if if you have that energy that's coming out of wins and you feel like you all of a sudden have a bigger say in how, you know, the eventual outcome of a game, you play with a little more fire in your belt. Well, you know, enthusiasm uh, breeds enthusiasm. Yeah. You know, if everybody, a lot of it is belief, you know, that the guy next to you is going to play as hard as you are. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that's been established this year. And, and you know, we do have speed on yeah. defense now. We haven't necessarily played as well as you would like mm-hmm. all the time, but turnovers occur because you're around the football and that, you know, we got some guys that can run, you know, yeah. Luakon and Lloyd oh, and, yeah. you know, Muma can run. The the secondary got guys that can mm-hmm. run. You got uh, Cisco that can move. Cisco. You got, Almost had that. Oh, play. Uh, you know, I mean, that you you dream about that play. Yeah. He's got to be disappointed in that yeah. one. But uh, Rayshon Jenkins is a, 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 a ball of butcher knives. Mm-hmm. You know, he mm-hmm. goes full speed and everything, misses a few tackles yeah. because of it, but he makes some as well. Right. So, you know, the defenses can run and they're, they've simplified what they're doing mm-hmm. so that their athletic ability can yeah. come out. I do think that Mike Caldwell, and heck, who knows, Coach, those guys probably – uh, looked around and said, you know, what haven't we done or what do we need to do more of? And I do think you have been you have been on this really for the last month and a half. Make it as simple as you possibly can. And that way each player is assignment rich, meaning that they know what they've got to do at that exact moment. When the simpler you are, the more you know what's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This team is, has done a great job, in my opinion, defensively and offensively, but I'm looking at it from a defensive perspective right. coming out in the third quarter after, after you know, making adjustments. Mm-hmm. That comes from being simple enough that as soon as you see something happen, you in your mind and the players' minds, they know what happened. Somebody was out of a gap, mm-hmm. right. you know, if they get a long run. Right. Uh, and those things can be dealt with. And you also know whether you're getting enough pressure on the quarterback and the things that you can do to get pressure. And I think that's one thing that they've done well over the course of the year. Uh, let's get to the offense real quick before we do start zeroing in on the Tennessee Titans. And you did say make make things a little simpler. It does seem like Doug Peterson has been able to open up his playbook a little bit more. And it looks simpler now. That's kind of a crazy way to say it. But it looks simpler now because Trevor knows how many guys he can get the football to. There are a lot of options. It is a more sophisticated call sheet. And it it's paving the way for a lot of points. Well, first of all, you know, one of the things that I think has improved the most, uh, Doug, I heard Doug Peterson say this about the fact uh, Mia O'Brien, I believe, asked Mm -hmm. him the question back a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. about are you targeting a certain person, you know, by game? Because there's been some games that Ingram's had eight, nine catches. Right. The next game, Kirk's got six or seven. Mm -hmm. The next game, Zay Jones is the guy. And he made the point that, we don't necessarily – we might target a player mm-hmm. on defense to attack, mm-hmm. which is what you do. Yeah. You know, you find a weakness, find that's weakness. what you do. Yeah. But it's they don't target an individual receiver to do that mm-hmm. or a particular you know running 
back to do that. Mm -hmm. What they do is the quarterback, they're leaving it to Trevor now to make the decision where the ball goes. And that is a big part of it. He has improved immeasurably in that area. And, you know, I, I think they've opened up the playbook because the quarterback's capable of handling it. Yeah, it That's really the bottom line. It really is. It, it The thing you and I talked about this past week, and we have talked about it before, but it's so evident. I'm sure Jaguar fans are seeing and saying the same thing. The ball is coming out so much faster. He is a more decisive and quick-release guy, and he's doing that. We can go back real quick when he made quick decisions and got rid of the ball quickly, and neither of them were good. Now it's a quick release with a quicker decision, and it's all good. Yeah, and and I think uh, that shows, uh, you know, to the coaching staff, to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've talked about, you know, I think as big a addition to this whole situation has been Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. He might be the biggest. Yeah, You know, you win on the field, but just the whole culture mindset. Uh, but the the thing that sticks out to me more than anything else is uh, Denny Thompson, mm-hmm. uh, our quarterback whisperer on yeah. 1010, uh, has said said last year one of the, the technique problems that Trevor had was long striding. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's a slower release. And you have a tendency to sail the ball, mm-hmm. whereas a short step gets the ball out quicker. Well, uh, Reggie Ragland from the Browns was talking about this last weekend mm-hmm. about uh, the difference between Carson Wentz and Heineke with the commanders, the two right. quarterbacks. Yeah. And they said, when we studied film all, all year on them, uh, we could see that Carson Wentz had that longer, slower delivery, mm-hmm. longer step, stride. And Heineke was a short stride quick, and the longer uh, step allows guys to break on the ball better. Right. Well, that's what Denny said. They cleaned that up. Mm -hmm. So that's a credit to McCoy, uh, to Press Taylor, to uh, Doug, Mm -hmm. and Jim Bob Bob Cooter. Cooter. You know, uh, that shows that the coaching is making a big difference in how he plays as well as scheming. Yeah. And and I'll just take you back real quick because— Byron Lefwich, who you know, you were here at the time, had this super long windup and, and, and a slow gait, so he wasn't extremely mobile. But exactly what Coach is saying, a bead could be put on him really fast by a secondary player. So he had this cannon when he let go of it. He was very accurate, but it just took a long time to wind up. And what Denny and everyone else, I think, has gotten to is he's they've convinced Trevor that you can change, even though he's done a lot of good things right. with that other release. Right. You can change and you can improve even more. Well, you know, the little technique things are what make the difference, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, a, a, a receiver in in college football, if he's better than the guys they're playing against, yeah, it's gonna be open. there yeah. might be uh, three or four yards between mm-hmm. the DB and the and the receiver. Well, that same situation in the NFL is a half a yard exactly. or a yard. So how quickly you get do things mm-hmm. and and how your technique is makes a big difference. We used to look at quarterbacks, a left a right-handed quarterback when he deli- this is how fine it is. A right-handed quarterback, if he's going to deliver the ball, if he's throwing to you, Joe, mm-hmm. his left arm is pointed right mm-hmm. where he's throwing it. Right. Okay. We looked at that. We mm-hmm. we looked at his 
delivery. So defensive back's eyes are eyes on that. On that. Okay. Whereas a left-handed quarterback, when he's going to throw to you, the elbow is way over here. It's wow. a different slow okay. throwing motion. I did not know that. So we got a better jump on a right-handed quarterback than we did a left-handed quarterback. Wow. But the point I'm bringing up is that's how intricate it is mm-hmm. in the NFL. It's it's the difference between making a great throw and an interception or an incompletion. Yeah. And the, the other day against the Texans, and this has been going on a little bit of time, but there are short either slants, outs, whatever call they make, that ball comes out so fast, that defender is draped on that receiver. And, and the receiver is confident of where it's going to be, and Trevor knows where to play. And plus the fact that if you watch Trevor, because the quick release with his arm strength, mm-hmm. you know, if they throw an out on a guy, a quick yeah. out, unless the guy, unless the DB is jumping it. Right. It's a, it's a completion. Yeah. You know, if, if, if because it, you just can't, it gets there too quick. Yeah. There were at least one or two the other day where it looked like they could have been jumping around on him, almost got him. But now let's go to the Tennessee Titans and the confidence that comes with beating a team that you hadn't before. They beat them up in Nashville earlier. This is a Tennessee team that's won the AFC South the last couple of years, but they've also just went through a seven game losing streak. Uh, and it's time to basically kind of put your thumb on them and be done with them. Yeah, I, I, you know, the, the only concern you have with them coming in is the fact that I look at it like a champion is a champion mm-hmm. until it's not. Okay. And, and you know, they're going to come in with the idea that we're going we're gonna to try to punch Jacksonville in the mouth with mm-hmm. a running game early. I think the, the job, uh, the, the decision to go with, with Dobbs at quarterback gives them some hope because even though he wasn't any better statistically yeah. to Willis, but – he was able to throw because he was able to get the ball down the field a little bit more, and he was more decisive, as mm-hmm. you talked about, Trevor. Mm-hmm. And he can move. He's maneuverable yeah. a little bit. He's not a runner necessarily, right. but he is maneuverable. The The confidence level was zero until he came in yeah. last week. Yeah. And even though they lost, they showed a little bit more confidence. You know, it was 10-6, to six, oh, was I believe, a, at the yeah, half with yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah. So uh, that's the concern. Yeah. And we need to go in with our confidence that we're a better football team and we need to step on them early. You made this point earlier that if the quarterback is serviceable, he doesn't he doesn't come right out and put you in a in a position where you feel like you can't win. He goes out and makes makes a few plays. The defense picked off Dak a couple of times in that Thursday night game and all of a sudden got that confidence going a little bit, like anything can happen kind of feeling. Right. And and Josh Dobbs was not in a Titans uniform December 19th. He was in a Detroit uniform December 19th. They picked him up five days before Christmas, and they're putting the ball in his hands to come yeah. here and try and win. Here's how it's I crazy. look at it. If I was playing against them, mm-hmm. okay, they're gonna they're gonna throw, they're gonna run the ball. They're going to give uh, the big boy mm-hmm. about 30 carries. The diesel. No no question about that. So we're going to have to populate, meaning mm-hmm. get guys around him. Mm-hmm. You can't let him get going. you got to have a lot of guys around the football. Okay, that's number one. So now you're putting the ball in the hands of the, their quarterback and their receivers. Mm-hmm. This is a journeyman quarterback. A lot of times when a backup quarterback comes in, when he's starting for the first time, mm-hmm. the adrenaline is there. And he does some things. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, he's coming into a game, win or take all, yeah. or go home. Right. He may not execute quite as well 
as he did last week. And, that's and I've when... seen that over and over mm-hmm. and over again in yeah. my career. Mm-hmm. So we've just got to go in with the idea that we've got to stop the run and make him beat us. Yeah. And and I think we're going to feel very good at the end of the ball game. All right, just a couple of things that we'll point out, and we'll have a couple of more little short uh, previews later in the week with Campo and Joe. But if you think about the idea of attacking on the defensive side and perhaps catching an inexperienced quarterback early in the game, you know, as you just said, they're going to have to stop Derrick Henry. They are going to have to stop him. So will they take more chances at loading up the box and knowing they have an inexperienced quarterback to basically may- maybe play Absolutely. man? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. They've got to go in with the idea that we cannot allow them to get the running game going. Mm-hmm. And it was really evident in the first ball game when he got off to such a good start. Mm-hmm. And I think our guys adjusted really well. And, and uh, you know, we at that time made the quarterback try to beat us. Mm-hmm. And But to go along with that, protect our quarterback right. and let him operate because I believe if he's protected, he can carve that group up in the mm-hmm. back end. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 complementary football, yes. but they cannot allow the running game for them to control the game with the running game. Mm-hmm. They've got to load it up and make sure that they're making them work uh, to get where they're getting. Doug Peterson versus Mike Vrabel. Uh, we know that both of them have been in big ball games. Vrabel as a starter, Doug Peterson as a player back in the day certainly was involved in big ball games. Uh, but coach-wise, they both have been involved in big ball games. Now Vrabel knows that this bad boy is slipping away because they have won the division the last couple of years. They were a number one seed last year. They did get upset uh, by Cincinnati, and then this year, coach, what did I say? Half of their roster at yes. the beginning of the year is on injured reserve right now. They got twenty-three guys on injured reserve, which is basically half of their salary cap. Uh, Coaching-wise, what can Vrabel do besides what we have mentioned? They're going to have to take chances. Uh, Yeah, I I think we're going to get the kitchen sink, whatever that is. (laughs) I think he's going to pull out all stops in the ballgame. I think, you know, if I'm sitting in his shoes, I'm saying, you know, we're we're not the same team as we were Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year or – Last year, mm-hmm. you know, this team right here, I think Dobbs gave him some hope. And I think he's going to try to take advantage of that a little bit, a little bit of movement passing, uh, some maybe some trick plays here and there. But we're going to get their best effort. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of it is based on that is a tough physical football pl- yeah. team. Mm-hmm. And we said going in, the question was going to be whether or not we matched them physically the first time we played them. Right. That has to happen. You know, we've got to match them physically. And I think he will go in telling his football team, we weren't sharp in the last game. You know, they turned the ball over. Didn't they turn it over four Mm -hmm. times? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not going to turn the ball over. And we're going to beat them up. Mm -hmm. That's going to be his approach going into the football game. That's how he's wired. It really is how he's wired. And as a player, that's the way he was. So, Just going off of what you just said, Bill Belichick says back then when Mike Vrabel was playing for, for the Patriots, we're going to beat him up, and we're going to run the football. Yeah. That, that is what they did. All right, so let me give you the quote from Vrabel, uh, and you pick up on this because this is something you pointed out earlier. Vrabel's made the decision that Josh Dobbs is going to be the quarterback. He basically says, I've talked to both quarterbacks and let them know that Josh is starting. Uh, Malik has to continue to prepare like a starter. And here's the key. I am fairly confident Malik is going to do something to help us win in this football game. 
is he is he setting up extra work for the Jaguars' defensive coaches, or is he saying, "Hey, we're going to have a little something for him"? Well, I think that he's. I think it's a psychological game. Mm-hmm. I sure. think he's putting out the fact that you better be ready for it. I don't think it's going to affect our guys much because I th- I think our guys, whether he said that or not, would go into the ball game with the idea we've got to take care of the zone read game, right. <clears throat> the RPO game, as well as Dobbs and what he does well. They're mm-hmm. going to prepare for both quarterbacks. So in my mind, that's not going to be an issue. Yeah. Well, I, I'm hoping that this football team doesn't get ahead of themselves. So let's wrap it up on that note because – Look, as special as this has been, undefeated in December, after losing all of October, a five-game losing streak that this team was on, they have put themselves in a great spot. Now, they just beat up on Davis Mills and Zach Wilson. That's not necessarily Pro Bowl-level quarterbacking. They're now going to see Josh Dobbs, who's barely been in Nashville. He probably doesn't. He probably has to Uber everywhere in Nashville. He doesn't know where he's going. They need to make sure they don't get ahead of themselves and take care of business because whoever they see next, and you and I think are saying are are believing they're going to see someone with another playoff, another game here, and it'll be a playoff game here. What do they need to worry about most? They have to they have to go into this football t- game confident that they can control the football game, mm-hmm. and that's stopping the run, mm-hmm. forcing a quarterback to beat you on offense. Do not turn the ball over because that's the killer. Right. You know, it, you you cannot, in a big ball game that means everything, you have to win the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. So the defense has got to continue to attack the football. The thing you worry about is their initial thrust yeah. early in the ball game yeah. because they're going to come in here and they're going to let it eat in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And so that is the worry for me. Mm-hmm. Don't turn the ball over. Handle the, the the beginning of the ball game. Take care of your own football team. And control the line of scrimmages, and we got a great chance to win. Yeah. Confidence versus cockiness. We'll find Correct. out where they land. Correct. All right, Coach. Fired up for it. We'll keep looking forward uh, to Saturday night. Uh, keep watching on social media. We'll have something more for you towards the end of the week. Joe C., Dave Campo, uh, have a good week as you get ready for some night action at the bank. Go Jags.